The top of the sixth is on. It's another inning of work for Noah Shimalewski, and why not? After a three-up, three-down fifth, we'll send him out here for the top of the sixth. Nick Cotter. Come on, Nick, don't get hurt now. Nick Cotter puts on the catcher's gear and will come in to catch. Andrew Cotter had caught the first five innings. Nick Cotter will now work the sixth and probably the seventh for the Evergreens. Holman's got one, two, and three in their order here in the sixth inning, and they've already got a 5 nothing lead. Who's at second? Help us there. Second is Braxton. Yeah, let's see. The Everest infield has been kind of rearranged here. Braxton Olsen is now playing second base for the Evergreens. Evergreens have, well, let's see, that's Kyler Soppy has moved over to shortstop. And the Evergreens also have someone new at third base. Josh Hopkins is at third base. He was out there last inning, too. Xavier Palmer today is walked, struck out, and flied out. He is 0 for 2. So here we go to the top of the sixth inning. Personally, I like Rhinestone Cowboy, but it's, it's coming off as the top of the sixth inning begins. So the Evergreens kind of shuffling their defense again here. And looking to bunt. This is a great bunt. Going to roll right up the line, and there you go. Xavier Palmer gets himself aboard by putting this bunt right up the third base line where no one could get it. That is the second time today that Holman has bunted safely in the game. There's a leadoff man aboard for Jack Waller. And speed at first base, too. I wonder during the second triangular, we usually have a triangular or a doubleheader throw over to first. That was close. Almost got him. Where the Everest moms all kind of make something. We have like a potluck between games. That's great. The, the food and the spread is just outstanding for that. Maybe that will be during the Mark Simon Memorial later this month. Evergreens play regular season games between now and May 26th. Runner is big lead and retreating a strike. To Jack Waller. Good. Noah Shimalewski in relief has been good, has not been scored on. Coming out now for a third inning of work. Runners going here. Pitches a strike. Throw down to second is high. And Elijah Schmidt, the center fielder, comes in to back up. It's a stolen base, a man in scoring position, and nobody out. As Holman looks to build on this 5-0 lead. The big inning was the third. Holman put up four runs. They were leading 1-0. Again, hard to win if you're not scoring any runs. And the Evergreens have a big zero here right now. Again, lefty has been just hard for the Evergreens to figure out. Here's an 0-2 pitch from Shimalewski. And it's a ground ball through the right side and into shallow right field. They're going to try and score a run here, and they will. The ball is bobbled out there by the Evergreens right fielder, Mitch Danielski. It didn't matter. The run was going to score anyway. It's an RBI single for Jack Waller, and the Evergreens deficit grows a little bit bigger. It's 6-0 now. First 
Yeah, Holman was going to wave that run around regardless. Back-to-back -back hits to open up the sixth. Still nobody out. Tucker Giegenfolner is one for three today, and he'll take his turn. Righty against righty. Ten hits now against Evers pitching for the Holman Vikings. Fly ball, first base side. That's foul and into the netting. Wow, that went went into and then went through and into the road. The driver of the white SUV had a surprise. Baseball flew right in front of her vehicle. Oh, one pitch. And here's a well-hit ball to center but got under a little bit. Preston Miller. Wow, I thought that was going to carry more when it came off his bat. Instead, it kind of hung up there, and Miller makes the catch in center field. There's the first out. Runner retreats to first base. Looked better when first struck. Carson Westcott has a single. He struck out and was hit by a pitch. One for two today. Bats with one out and a man on first. The Evergreens' big bats will get one more turn in the bottom of the sixth inning trying to break through in this game, but they are trailing 6 nothing now. Way outside, ball one from Noah Shimaluski. Yeah, Noah came on in the fourth inning. Got himself two strikeouts, hasn't walked anyone. He's allowed four of the ten hits that Hudson that uh, Holman has recorded. Kind of slings that one down low. It's two balls and no strikes. I mean, you look forward because after this weekend, the Evergreens have more conference games than non-conference games. So you're going to see a lot more of Nate Langbin pitching. You're going to see a lot more of Brock Babish pitching. That's outside, three balls and no strikes. But, like, who will the Evergreens use as a starter? You look forward to next Friday. They'll be at home. They'll be playing Lakeland. That'll be a non-conference game. You give Wyatt Miles a start in his senior year. Do you give Kyler Soppy a start? Soppy's been effective out of the bullpen. Some of that's going to depend on who's available if the Evergreens need relievers in the conference game. Outside corner strike, three balls and one strike. I mean, the Evergreens have more than enough pitching to be effective in the Valley Conference. Once you play these non-conference games, it's just kind of makeshift. 3-1 pitch. Popped up foul. Well, I'm going to take a look, see if this stays in play. It does not. 3-2. and two. First baseman Caden Kreitlow kind of took a look at it. Not sure what Nick Cotter is doing here. Nick Cotter's looking around like he wanted another baseball. His pitcher's got one. Count is three and two. Cotter was looking over to the dugout between pitches like he wasn't sure what was going on. Three, two pitch, ground ball to short. Wiesman to second, there's one. Can they turn the double play? No, they get the lead runner. A little bit slow on the turn, and I get that because it's not the Evergreens' regular second baseman there. But the Evergreens do get the lead runner, Chris Wiesman, sure-gloved. And Carson Westcott reaches first on a fielder's choice. Here's Gunnar Hillstead, who has two hits. 
singled in the third, brought in a run, and singled in the fourth. Bats here with two outs and a man on first base. Takes strike one. Hudson has another run. Uh, Holman has another run in this inning, 6 nothing. I guess this is why that I, I shouldn't stay up late. I've thought that they were Hudson. I liked the game against Hudson much better than what we've had so far this morning. That was a 3 nothing Everest win. This is a 6 nothing game right now that the Evergreens have a lot of work to do and six outs left to do it with. Gunnar Hillstead is awaiting the 0-1 pitch from Noah Shimaluski. Runners going. Pitch is outside for a ball. Throw down to second. It's on the other side of the bag. He's safe. So Holman's got another man in scoring position. And back at home plate, it's one ball and one strike. Gunnar Halstead is digging in again. RBI spot with that man at second base. And Noah Shimaluski's gotten him to two outs, looking for the third here. Looks back at that runner and his leg kick home. Popped up, foul ground. Caden Kreitlow, the first baseman, may have a play. He reaches up and Caden's got it. A foul out to end the inning. Hudson gets two hits and gets one run and will go to the bottom of the six. The Evergreens are now trailing 6 nothing. Holman Vikings leading the Evergreens 6 nothing on 93-9 the game. Now the bottom of the sixth inning in a 6 nothing game. It will be a final inning of work for Aiden Boylan, the left-hander. I believe he has only 12 or 13 pitches left before he reaches 100. 100 is the pitch limit in high school baseball, and you do get to finish up the batter that you are pitching to. So we'll see how far Hayden Boylan goes in the sixth inning. Kyler Sapi will lead off for the Evergreens. He's 0 for 2. Holman does have somebody warming up in the bullpen down on the first base side. Too far away to see who that is. But they are anticipating that before we get too far into this sixth inning that they'll need another pitcher. Sapi struck out looking and fouled out to the first baseman. So a rare 0 for 2. Hits have been coming free and easy off Sapi's bat in the last couple of games. That one's up high for ball one. Holman stays right on the field and will play superior in the second game. That's outside, 2-0. I mean, even in games where Sapi hasn't hit, he just seems like he's been on base all the time. 
Got a hitter's spot here at 2-0. and And that's over for strike one. Soppy, you know what, right now, I think he's probably the Evergreen's most valuable player. Play good defense, good speed, swings and misses there. Two balls and two strikes. Leads the team in hits. Waiting now on a 2-2 pitch from Aiden Boylan. And that is lifted to right center field. Right fielder's going back. It's over his head. It's going to roll to the wall. Soppy's got at least two. He's got speed. He's going to take third base. A triple to start off the inning for Kyler Soppy. Kyler's 12th hit of the year. Leading the team. See, looks just like an MVP, just like somebody told you a minute ago. Soppy starts off the inning, and he's standing on third base. Here's Nate Langbin. You can keep the infield back with a 6-0 lead for Holman. Langbin swings and misses at one that's up around his shoulders. Strike one. Wish I could tell you more about our second game opponent, Superior, just Superior, has been just weathered out over and over again. That's inside to Langbit, a ball and a strike. Superiors played so few games, they must be they must be thrilled to come down here and see nice weather and know that this game is going to happen. They're going to get two games in. Langbin fouls that back, one ball and two strikes. Soppy's at third, there's nobody out as the Evergreens are looking to break through finally in the sixth inning. Depending on how many pitches Langbin gets to see here, this could be the last batter, or maybe Danielski on deck will be the last batter for Boylan. Down low, two balls and two strikes. The activity in the Holman bullpen has ended, so whoever's ready to come on in relief is ready to go here. 2-2 pitch, and that is outside, 3-2 to Langbin. Langbin would be happy to reach first, but what we need here is a ball in play to get that runner in from third. 3-2 pitch, fly ball, and it's on the infield. It's not deep enough. Second baseman makes the catch. Jack Waller has retired Nate Langbin. And here's Mitch Danielski, who is going to be the final batter for Aiden Boylan. Evergreens have four hits today, but have not scored. And again, just whatever it is, maybe it's putting too much pressure on yourself at the plate. The Evergreens with runners in scoring position, it, it's just been a sour part of, of this year's team. Danielski swings and misses at the cutter, strike one. That's Kyler Soppy at third after a leadoff triple, and the Evergreens are still struggling to pick him up. That's outside, one and one. So this is going to be pitch number 100 right here. And that will be the end of the line for Aiden Boylan. And that is a strike, one and two. He gets to finish up to this batter. I don't know, if Boylan gets this out, he'd feel pretty good about things. He'd leave the game with his shutout intact. He'd still be responsible for that runner at third base. That's down low. Good stop by the catcher, Hayden Goodell. Two balls and two strikes. 
Danielski is 0 for 2 today. Aims that one in, called strike three on the outside corner. And Brock Babish will bat, but he will face a new pitcher. Pitching change coming here as Aiden Boylan will leave the game responsible for that runner at third, but he's allowed only four hits and has not been scored on. Boylan's got eight strikeouts and two walks. And he's worked five and two-thirds innings. So that's a pretty good outing. Again, the Evergreens struggle against the lefty, Aiden Boylan, who is now done, and on comes a new pitcher for Holman. Yeah, we are deciphering who number 23 is. That's Troy Nolson coming on to pitch. Troy Nolson on in relief of Aiden Boylan. This is a harder throwing right-hander. He's a taller kid. So, I mean, here it is. Kind of a big part of the season in a nutshell. The Evergreens get a leadoff triple, so that's good. I mean, the Evergreens are going to break through, right? And then a fly out on the infield and a strikeout, and that runner is still stranded at third base. Yeah, I mean, because I keep my stats by hand, I could not give you a stat for runners in scoring position, but I would tell you that it's, it's ugly for the Evergreens team right now. Here's Brock Babish. Troy Nolson's ready to go, and it's up to Brock Babish to try and bring that run in with two outs and a man at third. Six nothing, and there's strike one from Nolson. Babish today has a single and a strikeout, one for two. That's high and away, one ball and one strike. Again, Nolson, what's he going to want to do? Want to keep that shutout intact for his starting pitcher. Nolson's a junior. Big, tall kid. Took something off there, and Brock Babish is barking to himself as he swings and misses. Babish normally has a good eye. That's the one he wanted to lay off. Couldn't help. One and two. Way outside, and it's a wild pitch, and the run's going to score. That's how the shutout comes to an end. Six to one now. Well, I mean, when you're struggling to score runs, any way they come, right? Any way they come. But what you would really want to see is just people getting hot with two outs, two strikes. Just not part of the Everest resume right now for this season. It is two and two. Home plate umpire's looking like something's wrong with his headgear. He's a tough bird. Yeah, you know what? He's looking in there like one of his straps has come undone that connects his mask to his helmet. We got time for a story here? Of course we do should tell you about my illustrious Little League umpiring career. One of the older guys who umpired said, Chris, if you want to be serious about this, spend a little money and buy your own equipment. Otherwise, the umpiring equipment, the big balloon chest protector and the face mask, was kept in a storage shed. Kept in a storage shed behind the field. 
And then there was one year that the Fairfield, Connecticut Little League had a lice outbreak. And a lot of teams used the same batting helmet. Here is strike three to Brock Babish, and the inning comes to a close. The Evergreens do get a run in, and we're going to the seventh. It's now six to one. The story of the bedbugs when we come back on 93-9, the game. Top of the seventh is on, and the Evergreens are using a fourth pitcher. Elijah Schmidt comes on. Noah Shimalewski pitched the middle innings and was good for the Evergreens. Worked the third, or the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth. Allowed one run at once earned. He was reached for four hits. Noah struck out two and didn't walk anyone. Now gives way to Elijah Schmidt. Elijah's a senior, and this is the first time he's pitched this year. So when I was a little league umpire, I had bought my own equipment, my own inside chest protector, and my own headgear. And when the lice outbreak hit the Fairfield Little League, every kid who was playing Little League baseball suddenly had a shaved head. I mean, they all use the same batting helmets. So every kid has is, is got the bald or the crew cut look. Every umpire who used the equipment from the community shed suddenly had head lice and had to have a shave, except me. I was the only guy who had a full head of hair that year. Leading off is Hayden Goodell. He takes ball one and then swings and misses. It's one ball and one strike. Goodell today is one for two. He's doubled and walked. Hudson leads six to one here as we play the seventh. That's way up high. Two balls and a strike. I actually have, from my Little League umpiring experience, pretty good memories. It's two balls and one strike here. Roller Avenue, Roller Avenue. Yep, that's right. I, I, lived, in, I lived near Roller Avenue. Yeah. Yep, South Spring Street. I yep. lived near Roller Avenue. Goodell waits. Elijah Schmitz offering his up high. Three balls and a strike here. And the Evergreens just look like they don't want to use regular pitching in this spot. Fly ball on the infield. Pitcher Elijah Schmidt off the mound and makes the catch. And Goodell is retired. There's the first out. Here's Kyler Gerald, who is 0 for 3 today. Did get on base on a fielder's choice earlier. Evergreen's looking to cruise through this seventh inning and then see if they can do some damage in their half of the seventh and final. 
It's outside for ball one. Again, Holman plays the second game of this triangular against Superior. Elijah's pitch is outside. Two balls and no strikes. Every Holman starter has gotten on base in this game. Elijah Schmitz, 1-0 pitch. Ground ball to second. Fielded cleanly over to Caden Kreitlow. There's the second out. It's Braxton Olson, the new second baseman for the Evergreens. So two up and two down for Elijah Schmidt in relief. Troy Knutson will hit for himself. He is the new pitcher for Hudson. It was his wild pitch that allowed the one run to come in. First pitch from Elijah bounces, ball one. Two outs, nobody on here in the top of the seventh. Evergreens are going to need five runs to keep this game going. There's a strike on the outside corner. Second game coming up. Plan on being here around 3 or 3.30. Have some lunch, so bring your appetite. Outside corner strike from Elijah Schmidt. One ball and two strikes. Elijah's looking to work a three up, three down, seventh inning, so that would be good. And he's bidding for it here. And this is a fly ball to center. Preston Smith, he's going into the gap. This is a long run. Can't get to it. Yeah, that's a gapper. Going to go to the wall, a double. Knutson gets one at bat. And finds himself on second base. And his teammates over in the Holman dugout are happy about that. A two-out runner in scoring position. Troy Gradowinski is scheduled to bat here. Let's see if it's somebody else who's coming in here. Courtesy runner first is coming out. So for Holman, that's a number 12 who's not on their roster. They have a JV or number 12, Gravin Bramwell. So maybe that's Gavin who's coming out. Troy today is one for three, had a single back in the second inning. That's a ball down low. Again, Nick Cotter did not start as a catcher today for the Evergreens. Andrew Cotter did. He came on in the fifth. We'd like to get Nick through behind the plate without getting nicked. 1-0 pitch from Elijah Schmidt. Fourth pitcher the Evergreens have used today. And there's a strike, one and one. A lot of left-handed batters here in the batting order for Holman. 1-1, one, one, fouled back. One ball and two strikes. Evergreens have a win from last night. Looking at a loss in their first game today. Now we'll see what the Evergreens can do in the seventh inning. In this 6-1 to one game. 11 hits now for Holman. Off-speed pitch, swing, and a miss. Catcher doesn't see the ball and didn't handle it cleanly. And even though it was a strikeout, the runner is going to get down to first base. And the inning continues. Xavier Palmer bunted for his only hit the last time up. He's hurt. He's hurt again. Yeah, Nick Cotter thought that that ball was behind him. 
In fact, he had partially deflected it, and it was in front of him. And even though it was a swinging strikeout, the runner was able to get down to first base. Cotter could not locate the ball. First pitch to Palmer is fouled back. And you know what? On the unfindable third strike, the courtesy runner moved over from second to third, so there are now runners at the corners for Holman. 0-1 to Xavier Palmer. Elijah Schmidt should be out of this inning. Bounce that in front of the plate. One ball and one strike. First base coach signaling something. Is the double steal on here? That's just outside for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Again, Elijah Schmidt looked like he had the third out of the inning via strikeout. Cotter not able to handle it. Runner gets down to first, and the inning has continued here. 2-1 pitch. That's down low, 3-1. and one. Jack Waller on deck is 2-3 for three if the inning continues. Again, that's hard. Sometimes a pitcher has to pick up the mistakes that are made around him. And this is a high strike, three balls and two strikes. Xavier Palmer thought that was a ball. It was not. Count is full. With two outs and runners at first and third, they'll get a head start here. There they go. And checked his swing. Did not go. It's up high. Ball four. Bases are loaded. Sometimes it's just hard to bring an inning or a game to a close, and that's what Elijah Schmidt is finding right here. Bases are full with two outs. First ball swinging a ground ball to Wiesman at short. Throws over to first, and that will end the inning. So we will go to the bottom of the seventh. The Evergreens ready to take their final at-bat. They trail Holman 6-1 to one on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. One hit, no errors, two left. It'll be another inning of work for Troy Nilsson. He's the right-hander who came on in relief when Aiden Boylan reached his 100 pitch count. The Evergreens in their last at-bat are scheduled to send Chris Wiesman, Caden Kreitlow, and Elijah Schmidt, who would re-enter the game. The Evergreens may have some pinch hitters in mind here. Indeed, they do. Josh Hopkins is ready to bat. Hopkins comes in as a pinch hitter. Josh does not have an official at bat so far this season. There's strike one. You know, in these triangulars or these weekend doubleheaders, you'd like everybody in your lineup to at least get one turn at bat. Hopkins swings and fouls that back. He's no balls and two strikes now. My brother's a Pizzaville fan. I was a Cortinas fan. 
Caden Kreitlow is scheduled to bat next. See if the Evergreens use him or send up a pinch hitter in his spot. 0-2 here to Hopkins. Curve just outside. One ball and two strikes. Newtson tried to drop down there and get that third strike. Hopkins is waiting on a 1-2 pitch. And that's way outside. Two balls and two strikes. You know, Hopkins pitched so well last night against Hudson. When the Evergreens need a third pitcher, like for a non-conference start, he may get that game. We could see Hopkins come out there again when we play Lakeland on Friday. 2-2 pitch, he swings and misses. Hopkins has struck out. Caden Kreitlow will take his turn at bat. Caden struck out in both of his plate appearances today. Evergreen's got a run and just barely in the sixth inning got a leadoff triple from Kyler Sapi and they were in danger of leaving him there at third base. He scored on a wild pitch. First pitch to Kreitlow is a breaking ball, strike one. So we'll have a couple of hours off and then we'll talk again for game two of this Everest triangular. That'll be Everest against Superior. Inside, one ball and one strike. The last time the Evergreens played Superior, well, Superior has come down here before for double headers or triangulars. We had a playoff game that was a wild playoff win up there. That's just outside. Two balls and one strike to Caden Kreitlow. Yeah, I remember that game. Jackson Miles, now a D.C. Everest alum came on and pitched some of the middle innings, helped to nail down that win. Kreitlow just swung and missed for strike two. Two balls and two strikes to Caden here. <coughs> Troy Knudsen looking in, coming home, fouled off down the third baseline. Caden Kreitlow now for the season is one for seven. Caden's played a good first base today couple of outs over in foul ground. Called strike three there, so Caden Kreitlow wears the collar. He has struck out in all three of his plate appearances. Two outs, and Elijah Schmidt re-enters for the Evergreens. Elijah Schmidt bounced down to the first baseman his first time. One of the pitchers the Evergreens use. He started in center field, takes inside, ball one. Elijah Schmidt. And Elijah Schmidt for the year is 3 of 11. Evergreen's down to their final out, and that's outside. Two balls and no strikes to Elijah Schmidt. Nick Cotter is scheduled to bat if the game continues. Love to see Nick Cotter get another chance, because Cotter has got to get his bat going. There's a strike, 2 and 1. So, I mean, baseball is just one of those games where, I mean, how, how do you get out of a slump? By, by doing it. It's not like you're going to uh, get days off like you do in football or basketball or hockey. Bounced off the plate to second, fielded there, and this is going to be the game's final out. A three-up, three-down inning for Troy Nielsen, and the Evergreens failed to score in the seventh inning. The ball game is over. Congratulations to the Holman Vikings. They've defeated the Evergreens 6-1. to one. We will be back to recap after a quick break. This is Everest Baseball on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. Final 
line score. Four home and six runs, 11 hits, no errors, 10 left. DC Everest, one run, four hits, no errors, three left. Winning pitcher, Aiden Boylan. Loser, Preston Miller. Welcome back to Simon Field. Congratulations to the Holman Vikings. They move above 500, 6 and 5 now with a 6 to 1 win over the Evergreens. Aiden Boylan worked into the 6th inning and is the winning pitcher. He allowed just one run, four hits. He struck out 8 and walked 2. The Evergreen starter Preston Miller takes the loss. The Evergreens used four pitchers today. Noah Jimalewski Worked the 4th, 5th, and 6th innings. He was the best pitcher for the Evergreens. Gave up just one run. Elijah Schmidt came on and worked the 7th. He gave up a hit and was not scored on. The Evergreens fall back to 5-5 five and five for the season, and they managed only four hits today. Their one run came in the 6th inning. They were trailing 6-0 at the time. When Kyler Sapi hit a triple to the gap in right center, he would come around to score in a wild pitch with two outs. Holman with six runs on 11 hits and no errors. They left 10 men aboard. The Evergreens one run on just four hits, no errors, and three left on base. Again, the Evergreens will play Superior. Well, the next game up on Simon Field is Holman versus Superior, and then around 3 or 3.30, the Evergreens will play the Superior Spartans, and we'll have that game for you in our podcast section at 93.9 The Game at everythingevergreens.com. Again, the Saturday afternoon triangular opens with a loss for the Evergreens. It's Holman 6, D.C. Everest 1. Thank you for joining us this morning and early afternoon. I'm Chris Conley. Talk to you again later, everybody. This is Everest Baseball.